Welcome to Freedom from Attachment, Living Fulfilled, Happy, and in Love, with your host, author, entrepreneur, and behavioral relationship expert, Tracy Crossley. Before we start today's podcast, I wanted to share some comments from some of Tracy's clients that have worked with her in both group coaching situations and one-on-one coaching. And to reach out to Tracy for a discovery session, please email her at happiness at tracycrossley.com. That's happiness at tracycrossley.com. Enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. My aunt had told me about Tracy's podcast deal with it over a year ago. I've been listening to it ever since. So after my last breakup, I said, that's it, and decided to take the leap of faith and do coaching with Tracy. Tracy helps you break through and question your feelings and emotions and get to the root cause of those. I'm thankful for all that I have realized about myself thanks to her. If you are noticing that you keep attracting the same type of relationships and you just can't figure out why, it's time to figure it out. Tracy will help you get there. Hi there. And I am back again with another podcast. Yes, yes, yes. I am getting closer to 600 because we are at episode number 594. Yeah, that's exciting, right? I thought so. And so anyways, I am always happy to be sharing and doing the audio and the video. So no matter where you're catching me, thank you. And if you can leave a five-star review on iTunes, I always forget to say this, but I guess when you do that, it allows other people to find the podcast. So if you could, that would be great. I am looking at my hair and I have paint in my hair. I was painting with my daughter the other day and uh, yeah. It's like a weekly thing. So every week I have paint in my hair and I don't notice it until I'm doing video, which says a lot. Okay, well, I'm going to get started, you guys. All right, we're here with episode, like I said, number 594, Freedom from Attachment, Living Fulfilled, Happy, and in Love. And the title today is Ignoring Red Flags Because You See the Good. Oh my God. Okay, whatever. So (laughs) I'm like... Okay, what other fairy tales or excuses do you tell yourself? You may be expecting to hear how awesome you are. You're so, you know, you're a martyr, basically, right? But you, in reality, are just looking for a reason to continue with an attachment when you say things like ignoring red red flags because you're seeing the good in somebody. Really? Really? Sit down with yourself, okay? And look in the mirror. And then get real with yourself about what really you are doing. Because most of the time when I see things like this online, I think, oh my God, no, just no. Because there's good in all of us. But what you're telling yourself is a BS story that's going to keep you unhappy. You see, I'm the queen of wanting you to be happy, not the queen of wanting you to be miserable. And the idea that you're doing someone a favor by seeing the good in them or getting people to respect a decision that is surely costing you sleep at night and dignity during the day can seem like a good idea. Really? Is it? No, it's not. (laughs) I'm like, nope, 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 nope. And I'm not here to beat you up. I'm here to point something out because it's amazing all the ways we will find to suffer, isn't it? It's just amazing to me. So to open this up, first you have to ask, who are you? And I ask this question because 
So many of us have a mental image of who we think we are. And for a lot of us, we need to be, we feel that we need to be something and that something is what you find acceptable. Perhaps you save everyone around you because if you do not rescue people or appear smarter than them when it comes to solving the problems, who would you be? You know, we've, we've created these facades. I've talked about this so many times. It's the opposite of authenticity, you know, and, and when you have insecure attachment issues, it's just what you do because as a kid, you didn't feel lovable as you, right? Well, I better come up with some other things here so I can get some love and attention that feels positive. And so that's what we do. And we carry this to adulthood. So anyways, if you're being this person and doing this in a love relationship and you're ignoring the red flags because you see the good in people, it's really tied to your ego. Yeah, I hate to break it to you. It's ego, folks. So it's that false part of ourselves seeing the false part of other people. Yeah. So because what we're doing is when we perceive other people, we are seeing them through our filters, our stories, and therefore they have to fit into our narrative. And that usually is not real. That's not who they really are. It's just our perception based on if we're getting our way or not getting our way. And that is ego-based. So you know, when we do not see them or their intentions clearly, that's also not about your heart. That is about your ego. Yeah. So we usually judge people or classify them into groups. Look at the people in your life. How do you classify them? What group are they in from family to friends to intimate lovers to anyone else? What do you file them under when it comes to how you appear or act or expect in these relationships, right? So getting to reality is to take away the idea that you're excusing someone's red flags because you see the path out of their hell. And this is your idea, by the way, that they are in hell. Or maybe they agreed with you. But look at yourself. What hell are you living in by sacrificing yourself? What is that, right? This is not to beat you up again. And, and I'm going to repeat this. I'm never here to beat you up because you have enough that you probably do to yourself to beat you up. And that doesn't solve the problem to beat you up. I'm all about making it an awareness position, like be aware, right? So the thing is, is that you are not being removed from sainthood either because none of us are. It's just not something attainable. And why would you want to? You want to be human you, authentic you, okay? And you want to look at why you sacrifice yourself in the way you do. You may think it's the only way to be loved. If I love somebody who I've determined to be unlovable, okay, maybe I'll be lovable then. And that used to be my trade-off, by the way. But for a lot of people, it's like, oh, I've got to sacrifice because I haven't paid enough price to be loved. So, and I mean, again, I always speak from where I've been. There are no magical powers that you have to have to be human. You are as human as the next person. It is not a special gift to take on people as lovers who have red flags and for you to recognize what either they don't or the rest of the world doesn't, or maybe they do, but you only secretly know that deep down inside, right? So my thing is, bottom line, welcome to attachment because you are attached when you need to do something like that, when you are excusing all sorts of things. Yeah, he was such a nice guy. I know he murdered like the whole neighborhood, but you know what? He was really nice to me. 
he would say nice things to me. And then he wouldn't talk to me for two weeks. But I guess he was out killing people then. So that's, you know, that's the excuse. Whatever. <laughs> you know, like, why would you say, okay, right? It's it's like, and I'm not saying again, the why to beat you up, but the why, dig deeper, get deeper, know your motivation, get your motivation. It's all that you can do because to try to figure it out on the outside isn't going to get you anything on the inside, Right. Right. Meaning analyzing the other person. Don't analyze them. Okay. What about me? Well, this is me. Can I stop your life issues for you? Oh, you have plenty of red flags. Oh, a thousand red flags at least. And here's the thing. I wasn't recognizing my own red flags because when you are so occupied with someone else's red flags, you're ignoring your own, by the way. So for me, it was like, oh, you can lean on me for everything. Well, right there is a big red flag. I had no sense of self. I had no self of value, excuse me, sense of self-value. I had none of that. And I wanted people like this. I wanted people that could lean on me. I could help them. And then they're never going to leave me. And you'll need me. And I can see that diamond in the rough. Let me shine you up, buddy. I mean, literally, this is my life, right? It made me feel better about myself while feeling worse at the same time. Like anxiety was my constant companion. And yet, if I could only save him or her from themselves, or especially when it came to intimate relationships, if I could only save him, then my fairy tale would be true. And I would finally have arrived at enough sacrifice and hard work to become golden, right? Mm. Uh-huh. So to accept myself, I did not see this at that time. No, I did not. It took me a long time to see this stuff. My only focus was getting out of anxiety, but not seeing how my choices kept perpetuating this cycle. Like I had no choice is what I thought, but I was making choices. I didn't see that. And so I kept choosing hard. I kept sacrificing and being a martyr. I kept on asking a psychic if there was a reward for being in these situationships or relationships where I kept drowning and yet my ego needed it. I felt superior, someone more broken than me from my observation tower. Oh, you have a million red flags? I only have three. I mean, whatever, right? So I felt better about myself. And in reality, it just kept me alone. It was my worst fear to be alone. And in reality, I was not emotionally intimate or available as much as the heightened intensity would tell me that I was. I was so disconnected, but I had never been connected. So how would I know? I wouldn't know. I was just going along in my life being miserable and anxious and wondering why I got stuck with all of this shit. So this is a very painful time for me discovering how I chose, who I chose, and my reasons behind it. I would have said that the red flags could be gone, right? And I can fix them. That's how they're going to be gone, by the way. They didn't just magically disappear. I'm going to fix all your red flags. Yeah. You have red flags and I'm going to pretty you up. You're like an old beat up car. I'm going to make you into a brand new car. Yeah, that was me. Oh boy, oh boy, was that me. Uh-huh. And everyone could see me as the hero in my own story. And the other person would be wonderful too, because again, I fixed them up. They're all brand new. So now they're okay. Ignoring again, my own shit my own red flags, as though I didn't come equipped with any. I mean, that's the funniest part. When you have attachment issues, you have red flags. You're not without red flags yourself. So I know I put a lot of memes up that have like red flags and stuff because it's funny, but there's a bit of truth in it. And the thing is, it's like we have to look at ourselves 
and go, oh, I got some red flags. Yes, you're attached. Start looking for your red flags. That's what I'm going to tell you. And, and that's because you are not in a healthy relationship and you can't be in a healthy relationship until you get a grip on your attachment issues, which are red flags for people that are healthy. Yeah, believe it or not. So, and, and the thing is like a healthy person would probably not even go out with you or they might go out on a date, but then they might go, oh, I don't know about this. This isn't really, I don't feel a connection. It's not that they're going to go, oh my God, you have red flags. They may just not feel a connection with you. So the thing is, is that it's good to recognize you have red flags because for me, that was a big thing. Like I couldn't recognize them. I was basically always judging everybody else. You know, everybody I dated, it was judgment. I was never looking at, well, what are you doing, Tracy? What, what are you doing? Didn't look at that. Right. So who was I, of course, to not live out that emotional song or that emotional movie that I had seen where someone went from rags to rich, riches, you know, or somebody basically shined them up and made them pretty or made them into whatever they thought they needed to be. And then, of course, that person was grateful and thankful. Wow. Thank you for taking old me, the slob, and turning me into a prince or princess. Or maybe I'm a king or queen. I don't know. Maybe I'm an astronaut. I mean, whatever. It's the point of we have these really false ideas about ourselves and other people. We do. So why is this a problem? Hmm. Because you're selling yourself short. You think this is what you deserve. You think this is the be all end all on some level. Otherwise, why would you be here? Well, you're attached. And that is truly what it is. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's attachment. And there's no other reason you would set yourself up for an impossible journey. You wouldn't if you could see yourself, by the way. Something with winds that are so small, they are almost imperceptible to people who are not you. And the breadcrumbs you get are major to you. Like, oh my God, they called. Right? He or she said they appreciate me putting up with him or her. Holy shit, things are changing. I knew me investing in this would be worth it. See, they're one less red flag now. Instead of 100,000, they're 99,999 red flags. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, having fun with the numbers, um, but you're not having a real partnership is the deal. And because your focus is on the problem of getting rid of this person's red flags in your mind, it doesn't make a real relationship either. It makes a mess that you can spend your time cleaning up and really not deal with yourself and why you prefer to be disconnected from your deeper feelings. Not the ones of attachment, but the ones which are connected to your beliefs about yourself. I'm meant to be alone. I'm different. I'm unlovable. These are all tied up there, whatever they are. And there's plenty more negative beliefs. These aren't the only ones. And you can conveniently ignore them as you struggle and sacrifice in a situation with very little validation, intimacy, connection, partnership, or self-responsibility. This person, he or she, this is your reason. And you are not your reason. Think about that for a sec. See how that feels, right? This person is your reason, the one decorated in red flags. And of course, I'm saying, you know, you're not paying attention to your own, right? You are not your reason. And you got to be your reason because if you're not your reason, you're not living a happy life, folks. Okay. So, what's the wisdom nugget? Well, 
You are your own red flag. Surrender to reality, stop the story, and be that hero for yourself. Yeah, of course. What's the solution? Well, let's start with the BS. Let's stop the BS. And you got to stop the BS to yourself and others. You're not special or noble or anything else for ignoring red flags, okay? You are you. And that's everything, positive, negative, whatever, who cares? You're just a person. And I don't mean that as a put down. I mean, that is we're all just people. Okay. And you're attached and stop trying to see yourself as a martyr and you're attached and you feel undeserving of something that doesn't have the intensity or craziness associated with the feelings you endure by being attached. Yeah. Because you need that heightened level, right? So This means taking action. You got to admit your true feelings of fear, of limitation, of choosing pain rather than happiness. Admit it by being vulnerable, even to the people who have scratched their head at your choice to be in the red flag situation. So being vulnerable with the person who is the red flag, you could say something like, it's not you, it's me, because it is you. And you were doing you before I came and just, you know, and you could say, this is further, you know, you could go, you were doing you before I came and decided we needed to be in a relationship that in my mind was better or the ultimate soulmate relationship without checking in with reality. And now I see what I'm doing, avoiding my real feelings, being responsible for how I treated myself since I've treated me horribly. And by saying this, that's the first step for somebody. You could, like you could literally say that to a person. You may feel like you want to have a panic attack, but I used to say things like this all the time. And the truth is when you actually step into the truth, it's no longer this like dark cloud anymore that's going to swallow you whole. It becomes, oh, wow, I'm admitting my red flags. That's what you're doing. You could even say, I realize I have red flags. I thought you were the one with red flags, but I realize I am because I'm playing this game over here instead of just being me. Yeah. So another thing is you can feel your feelings, which you can always feel your feelings, folks, not your ruminating feelings, but your real feelings, the ones which motivate you to get out of bed or stay in bed. What are those feelings? Like get to know your feelings. What in the hell drives you? I say this in almost every podcast because it is at the bottom of everything. Do not run, hide, or make excuses. It takes courage and you can do it. When we hide or show up or, you know, and disappear, we're inconsistent. Like one day you're up, one day you're down, one day you're showing up, one day you're not. You know, I used to play that game too, where, oh, they didn't call me, so I'm not going to call them, right? So I'm playing that game. I'm being inconsistent because they're being inconsistent. But really what I'm doing is I'm avoiding myself. I'm avoiding my real feelings. And so if I'm inconsistent like that, how am I healthy? How am I a healthy partner? If I'm doing things back to them to what? Teach them a lesson. I'm not being healthy. That's unhealthy. That's toxic. Don't be toxic, right? Okay. So anyways, but you want to, you know, feel your feelings, not your ruminating feelings, by the way, but your real feelings. And, and that's what I, I know I repeat that a lot because a lot of us will start going, well, Tracy, let me think. And then we get into a story and we think about the story and then we're like, oh my God, I, you know, you start having those reactive feelings to it. That's not where I want you to go. I want you to go to, again, what I said, what gets you in, you know, out of bed, what keeps you in bed, right? Don't run, hide, or make excuses. And, and it's really very difficult, I think, for most of us to do that. So you may have a comfortable pattern 
with this. So now is a good time to break that pattern. Why not? So if you are like, okay, great, this sounds wonderful, but I really don't know where to begin. You're saying these things. It scares the shit out of me. I'm afraid to do this on my own. Well, guess what? You can email Erin, E-R-I-N, at tracycrossley.com to help you with this. You know, she can get you into a program that will help you so that you will feel like you're not stuck in this hell of, of red flags and having memes out there saying, oh, I saw the good in them, so I ignored the red flags. Okay, whatever. So, you know, like, you will probably benefit in so many ways, if you can at least stop saying that sentence. Okay. Right. Like, no, no, I have red flags too. But anyways, if you would like some help, you can email us and she can talk to you about how you can be helped. Okay. So what did I do? Well, I had a hard time giving this up. Oh, I did. I did. I did. It was my pattern that I could not even see as such. That's why it took so long. And I could see, you know, I, I actually couldn't see where I got hooked or why I could not see my story as the issue. I was running from these beliefs that I had, these horrible beliefs that I had about myself. I was running from them. And I felt if I invested myself in a challenge, and this was not on a conscious level, guys, okay? This was like completely unconscious, that the belief would not be true. I had to stop all my actions meant to get rid of a belief and start admitting hard truths to myself. It was so boring to think of not having those heightened emotions and instead turning inward to deal with what was in there. Uh, that felt like the last thing I wanted to do. That just did not sound fun. That sounded horrible. I did not want to see what was there because I never cared about myself before. I only cared about the reaction I had to others as though a reaction was a part of me. Like, think about that for a second, right? I'm only caring about my reaction to something, but my reaction isn't even a real part of me. It's a reaction to a story I have in my head about life or other people in life, in my life. Okay. Doesn't make a lot of sense, right? It's like, oh, but there's a whole disconnect me in here. Mm -hmm. So I only cared about getting the elusive validation that I had not gotten since childhood in childhood ever in my life, really. I was truly in a place of pain and afraid of the unknown. What would happen if I did not choose a challenge? What would happen if they were equal to me? Oh my God, an equal partner? What's that? What would happen if they weren't the red flag? And I was, the audacity of my perception of others was mind-blowing. It really was. It's like, who the fuck am I? You know, I'm the martyr on the hill. No, I wasn't. But I thought I was. I labeled people with mental illness, or whatever, so I didn't have to take responsibility. And then I did. And I kept taking responsibility and feeling my feelings and making different scary choices and really scary choices, by the way. And I got to the other side. I found how I spent my time one of my bigger regrets because it's taken me a lot of time to work through all that time I wasted in these situationships where, oh, they have red flags. Okay. I look back and of course I only had so much awareness, but of what I had back then, I had a lot of fear and I lived in a lot of fear and I didn't know it until I did. And then I didn't do anything about it. I just kept perpetuating these same fucked up cycles. So emotional freedom is the place I live. My choices, they free me rather than indenture me. The wisdom nugget, once again, you are your own red flag. Surrender to reality. Stop the story and be that hero for yourself because you can be. Yeah. 
All right, you have a universal right. You have a right to continue in the paradigm of your specialness and sacrifice and not deal with your attachment issues. Or you can be free of the deep wounding that drives your choices to choose pain that you cannot resolve by fixing anyone. You can now decide to choose you and fall in love with your flaws and your shitty beliefs because freedom is your choice. Yeah. Yes. So two related podcasts. The first one is number 391, Journey of Attachment, I Feel Sorry for Me, I'm with a Narcissist. And number 529, Journey of Attachment, Design a Real Fairy Tale. Because, of course, why not have a reality that feels like a fairy tale, but isn't a fairy tale because then you got to deal with yourself. And actually, when you start to deal with yourself, you feel better anyways, which is way better than any fantasy that you could ever come up with. All right, you guys, you all take care. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions about today's show, reach out to Tracy at info at If you're listening on iTunes, please leave a five-star rating so it can be heard by more people. And to find out more about her programs, workshops, coaching, and her new book entitled Overcoming Insecure Attachment, visit tracycrossley.com.